It's Saturday, May 14th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Russian troops are withdrawing from Ukraine's second largest city after weeks of heavy bombardment. The Ukrainian military said Saturday as Kyiv and Moscow's forces engaged in a grinding battle for the country's east. Ukraine's general staff said the Russians were pulling back from the northeastern city of Kharkiv and focusing on guarding supply routes while launching mortar, artillery, and airstrikes in the eastern Donetsk region in order to deplete Ukrainian forces and destroy fortifications. Defense Minister Oleksiy Reznikov said Ukraine was entering a new long-term phase of the war, as Ukraine's top prosecutor put a Russian soldier on trial for war crimes President Volodymyr Zelensky said Ukrainians were doing their maximum to drive out the invaders and that the outcome of the war would depend on support from Europe and other allies. Russia's offensive in the Donbass, Ukraine's eastern industrial heartland, appeared to be turning into a village-by-village, back-and-forth slog with no major breakthroughs on either side. Meanwhile, soaring food prices are triggering shortages and protests across the developing world as disruption from the Ukraine war adds to existing strains on global supplies of grains, meat, and other food. India invoked a rare ban on wheat exports to help tame domestic prices, a move likely to exacerbate global strains. The country is the world's second largest wheat grower behind China. Late last month, Indonesia halted the export of certain types of palm oil in an effort to lower soaring prices of cooking oil at home. Rising prices helped stoke the violent unrest that led to the resignation of Sri Lanka's Prime Minister earlier this week and fanned more peaceful protests in the Middle East. In parts of Africa, millers have run out of wheat, consumers are skimping on food items once considered everyday staples, and substituting cheaper products. On Thursday, the head of the United Nations World Food Program said the globe faces outright food shortages as early as next year if Ukrainian seaports remain blocked by Russia. In other news, police in New Delhi arrested two people suspected of flouting fire safety regulations on Saturday after at least 27 people died in a building fire housing a manufacturing unit for surveillance cameras. Rescue teams worked overnight to clear the burnt-out four-story building near a railway station in the western suburbs. More than 75 people were in the building when the fire broke out on Friday evening. Some jumped from windows to save themselves, according to eyewitnesses, and firefighters broke the glass and rescued people with ropes. Authorities said the fire started in an office on the first floor and spread rapidly. Two owners of the company were arrested as part of a probe to identify suspected safety violations. Back in the U.S., Wall Street closed out another volatile week of trading with a broad rally Friday, though it wasn't nearly enough to keep the market from its sixth straight weekly drop, the longest such streak since 2011. The S&P 500 climbed 2.4%. More than 90% of the companies in the benchmark index closed higher, The Nasdaq rose 3.8% as more gains in technology companies helped lift the tech-heavy index. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 1.5%. The upbeat finish still left the indices with weekly losses of more than 2.4% each, extending the string of weekly declines to six weeks for the S&P 500 and Nasdaq, while the Dow registered its seventh straight weekly drop. 
And Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas said Friday that last week's leak of a draft opinion suggesting the court was preparing to overrule Roe v. Wade reflected a widespread decline of American institutions with worrisome implications for the nation's future. Speaking at an event in Dallas, Justice Thomas said that within the Supreme Court, it was once unthinkable that even a single line of a draft opinion could be prematurely disclosed. Now that trust or that belief is gone forever, he said. And when you lose that trust, especially in the institution that I'm in, it changes the institution fundamentally. Justice Thomas was speaking at the old Parkland Conference. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and themorningnews.com.